Ah, uh, good morrow, friends. Welcome to another very special episode of Pulling Teeth, but not special how, like, um, diamonds and rubies and things are special. Special in the same way that that kid that you knew at school with uh, the arsonist handbook was quite special and quite worrying. Um, there is no new, brand new, new, new episode this week because, um, of uh, various things that got in the way and it's uh, Nick's 30th birthday this week and he's uh, well I'd, actually I won't say what he's doing because he'll probably want to talk about it next week um, but uh, yeah so uh, it's, uh, there's, there's nothing brand new this week so I've been digging around in the archives um, and this is one this is the very second episode that we recorded um, in I believe it was um, it was June 2016. Um, now, this is new material, like, we've never had it or anything like that, because I think by the time we started putting these out, we'd already recorded an entire summer's worth. Um, but uh, in, with a need to stay current, or with a want to stay current, we started releasing them kind of as we were recording them and kept this slot back in the archive so uh, yeah now admittedly I only listened to about 10-15 minutes of this before um, kind of just clipping the end off and retiming so um, I don't know exactly what we go into part way through I don't know if it's interesting I do know that we spend the first 5 minutes or so talking about how to work washing machines um, but uh, you know as usual it's in a, the most entertaining way possible um, so this is this week's episode of Pulling Teeth from June uh, 2016. Enjoy, have fun, send things, send messages, peace and love, la la la, la la la, la la No, yeah, so I've started, um, I'm trying to be a bit more domesticated. Domesticated. So, domesticated, so. In a dome. Just, <laughs> in my own sphere of just what I hope to be my soul. Uh, dome but, sphere. <laughs> yakult, yakult. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I got a washing machine and a tumble dryer, mm-hmm. but they clean in an abstract spectrum. So I tried to do some washing the other day, and I've been living in my house for like five, six months now. So it's the first washing. It's, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of, it came to the point where I'm, I've got low standards, yeah, but it was yeah. literally like oh my God, something has to be done. So I started, um, I, I went to put something in the tumble dryer and there's all this you got to wash it before you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. I just put it in and just pressed on. You can't wash clothes too much. Is it a washer dryer? No. Right. It's a washing it's machine. two units. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I have faith in the washing machine because... So much faith that you just <laughs> need the dryer. Well, no, no, no. I did use it, but I didn't think too much about it. I Googled it briefly. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck... What's the danger? Because there's dangers with cleaning clothes, isn't there? So there's like shrinking. So you can't wash. Like I, I ended a pair of swimming trunks once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know they, they've melted, so yeah. it was just like oh, there's, I need some kind of information when doing it. If it's stuff. synthetic, don't wash it. <laughs> so don't I just like I just put it in it. the washing yeah. machine. It'd be fine. Um, so it's comfortable with that. Mm. The like quick wash, whatever. It's like yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, put it in the dryer, and then the dryer's got like a few settings. It's got iron dry, which is like, I guess if you were to iron it, you were to iron something dry, or as dry as an iron, which is pretty dry. <laughs> Extra dry, which I don't understand. It's either dry or it's not dry, right? Well, 
If it's dry, it's no moisture in it. Variations. If it's not dry, it's got moisture in it. Right, okay. And then it's got cupboard dry. Right. How dry is a cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I googled it and there's it's a John Lewis, it's a very middle class tumble dryer that I found <laughs> on, on second hand. But it was just, I don't, I don't understand how to dry my clothes in an abstract world. Right. So you put your clothes in a cupboard, don't you? Yes. Some people do. Yeah. Or an airing cupboard. So yeah. Is it the same amount of dry as an airing cupboard? Right. So extra dry is completely bone dry. Like, nothing left in it. So that's like not synthetics, because that'll be so dry it'll melt into a liquid and then dry itself. No, because that depends on the temperature. But isn't this all temperature, because it's a tumble dryer? No, it's the, like you can blow something with cold air for ages and it'll dry. It'll freeze. No, it won't. Have Liquid co- freezes into ice, doesn't it? <laughs> not uh, not Arctic air. Not like not like hang it out in the tundra. I mean, like just you you could blow. It. Yeah, but is it? I thought this was like a temperature setting. You saying it no. could be like a time setting? Yeah, yeah. The it's time, a, it's a time of a cupboard. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a time setting. So, like, if you if it's like iron dry, it's it it's how dry it needs to be for an iron to be effective. So it doesn't need to be bone to dry. To be effective. Yeah, yeah. So if, well, if I guess clothes like are iron. wet and you use an iron on them, it'll just, it just it doesn't work properly. It will work because I, I, this is how I used to do things. Right. <laughs> but this is back when I'm not a very domest- domesticated being. No. Like, but I had I once vomited a perfect pint, as in like I got f- terrible food poisoning, mm. and I thought that I'd cook myself a curry. Yeah. Because I like curry. Right. Um, but my curries are quite spicy, so I had yeah. that on food poisoning. And got very sick, mm-hmm. and I was in bed, and there was a pint glass next to me, and I managed to vomit a perfect pint. So I'm not completely not domesticated. How big was the parade that the middle class pulled off when you finally left them? Like- <laughs> I was never. I, was, I hate the middle class. I hate them. But is that, is that, the big, but is that that's a quite a tough thing, though? Isn't it? If you're in a pub and yeah. there's some guy uh, vomiting a whole pint. <laughs> No, but a perfect pipe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and got the head. Yeah, it, was, it did. But if, if it was like some, some bloke just vomiting into a pipe and it going everywhere, you'd mm. be like, oh, guy's disorganised. But if someone vomited a perfect pint, and admittedly, you know, it was like red with lumps in it. Right. Red, because it didn't raise any alarms at the time. Yeah. But I did have a korma, which isn't, well, it was a variation of a korma. Traditionally. With lots of chilli. Blood red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might, I can't remember. Food poisoning means you're bleeding internally, right? No. That's what it is. No, it isn't. Yeah. That means your you're body... bleeding internally. No, because it's like an immune system. An or, what's it? Autoimmune. What's that house thing? It's not lupus, but... it's <laughs> That's it, an autoimmune. It, it, autoimmune is like your body attacks itself. Yes. Yeah. I thought that's what food poison... Because you've put food in it and your body's attacking the food. Food's gone. No, food poison... But the body doesn't know food's gone. So it just keeps on attacking itself. Food... No. Creating blood. Food... <laughs> Food poisoning is your body rejecting harmful bacteria, essentially. Not yet, like Yakult's good food. bacteria. Well, apparently, but all of that Jeez. has been apparently proven bollocks. It's, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of the all of the yogurts and everything that they had in the States, and I think including Yakult, which technically isn't a yogurt, it's more off milk. Like, right. all, all of them that said, like, they're probiotic and everything, that's actually no different than natural yogurt. None. 
It's, right, okay. It's, it's just, it's all yogurt. It's all lights. Yeah, they're all helpful. They're, they all have that whole kind of like healthy bacteria shit. But yeah, they all have them. It doesn't matter if they advertise it or not. Like, you can base your entire product on the fact that it's you healthy can bacteria. This. And it's no healthier than any other one that's on the shelf. Uh, well, Although this was only a couple of months ago that I came out, I think. So I think <laughs> the system's there's crumbling. lots of companies currently rethinking their strategies. <laughs> We're going for the bacteria route now. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing oh, you can do. We put all our money on germs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but cheat, yeah, but like back, well, I mean, the, well, is, is there a morality to bacteria? Because apparently there is, but there isn't now. There was, <clears throat> then this whole yogurt revolution happened. Now there's no morality when it comes to your, to bacteria. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very much, uh, it's, it's no longer a hate crime to, <laughs> to destroy bacteria. To not dry your clothes properly and leave them in a bin bag, which I've done many a time. Yeah, that, that'll get mould. But, well, you tell me then. So right. back to the tumble dryer, okay. how long is a cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not a... T- I thought it was a temperature, like, oh, room temperature cupboard. No, no, no. And then iron... The irons are pretty hot. But you couldn't iron the sea. No. Which is why I understand that you can't... Like, irons will work on wet clothes. They'll protest. But it will kind of work. I've done yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. a few times. But, yeah... Extra dry, I, I mean, it just forever, it just drums forever if it's not a temperature thing. But cupboard? Cupboard is um, as dry as it needs to be to be left in a cupboard, <laughs> right? Without, and, and while, while that, that would allow it to then finish drying naturally without getting mouldy. I think. It depends on the cupboard. So it doesn't it? have to. Yeah, I like, if your cupboard is in a cave, yeah. like, you know. In, in the ocean or something yeah. then it doesn't matter if you get it cupboard dry by the by the tumble dryer standard according to my tumble dryer yeah it's fine right but I don't think it's configured for the Atlantic so it's what is, well, where is the Atlantic uh, Atlantic is it's like west, west of America west of America right? yeah right it's so it's America not Japan, for the China. west coast yeah but it is for the UK Mediterranean is fine that's well, Mediterranean's difficult because Mediterranean's quite humid. So you might find that even if you take it, even if you have the cupboard on dry land, it might still not dry. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm not doing any washing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's just, I'm not going to trust my tumble dryer to be a cupboard or to imitate a cupboard or to prepare a cupboard. It just, why not just put 40 degrees? Right. Just, right. Pretty much everything these days is colour fast and, uh, and, and colour fast? Colour fast and pre-shrank. So. Pre-shrank? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there was this thing like, like, okay, colour fast is when you throw a red sock in with the whites and everything goes pink. That's colour fast. That, that, that's, before Colour Fast came in. So very much the opposite of fasting. Yes. They've called it Colour Fast because it's not fasting. Like, the Red Sock isn't fasting. Get on. Alright. So, <laughs> yeah, so Colour Fast means that the dyes are more hard set and they won't run. So you can throw anything in with anything and, and, and the colours shouldn't, shouldn't run. If it's Colour Fast, it will say on the label. But the majority of pretty much everything everything that you own... Will will be uh, will be colour fast, so that's not a problem. Pre shrunk is to do with cotton, and it used to be an issue where you would buy cotton clothes and you would wear them and wash them and then tumble dry them, and the heat would shrink the cotton. Yeah. Pre shrunk means that's already been done. So when well, so you dry it, it won't a li- shrink. 
Is the, it'll only shrink once, yeah. What? Well, it's not going to keep shrinking. Isn't that physics? So you're, yeah, so, like, so you're telling me that all medium shirts yeah. are actually like extra large shirts in a tumble dryer? Yes. Yes. We live in a world of honey, I shrunk the shirts. What? But you can't just stop. Like you can't. If right, you get you know, a bag of ice and yeah. you melt it, it doesn't get halfway and go, oh, you win. Now I'm just ice and water. It carries on, right? Correct. But um, cotton comes from a plant and ice is water. Yeah, but water goes in and from... No, but physics, surely. <laughs> Wait, look, you can't just stop expanding or stop in imploding or shrinking, surely. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I mean, you might not be comfortable, but you, you, no, you can't. <laughs> well, I mean, the Earth isn't. Was the Earth is like shrunk as much as it can, isn't it? It's gravity, isn't it? Right. That's right, isn't it? I didn't say right as incorrect. I, I know, said right I'm, as in I'm listening. I'm pressing for a free yes or a no. <laughs> That's what gravity is, isn't it? So you got the middle of the Earth, which is all goo, right? And then you yep. got the outer Earth, which is all mountains and, and the rivers. Yeah, and eagles and. Eagles, yeah, 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 yeah. well, e- yeah, 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 I'll give you that one. Um, but it's all compressing mm-hmm. because that's what gravity is. But it's not compressing that much anymore, no, because that's what the um, thing in Las Vegas is. You know, the big thing in the ground, Great Fire of London. No, the Great Ridge. The go to there in Beavis and Butthead. The Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Nevada, that's a mountain that was pointing out. But because of gravity, it started pointing in. No. And it can't do that anymore. No, that that's completely <laughs> incorrect. No, but... Right, so... Yeah, so basically, I'm agreeing with you. Right. Because the Earth can't shrink anymore. Because the Earth has shrunk as much as it could because of all the particles. Okay, so in your mind, Earth started out much bigger than it is now. Yeah, it did. Because the moon is part of Earth. Do you yeah. not know this? I may have a stupid accent on at the moment, but I'm clever. The moon used to be part of Earth. Okay. And it came off. Right. And then decided to stick around for a bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> what one of these theories is anyway. And got stuck in the orbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that it's still okay. part well, of that, it. that's perfectly reasonable. And then, well, if you believe in the Big Bang, it started off with one big thing that went bang, right? Uh, the, 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 the Big Bang is a theory and there's no real idea as to what came before it. Yep. Right. So it didn't necessarily start <laughs> as a big thing. It started as a well, that's the idea of collection of volatile gases and from their explosion came matter. No. Gas didn't explode and become matter. Surely. That can't be right. You're not talking to a physicist, so I can't... No, but you, you're... you're <laughs> I, I know I'm not talking to a physicist, but I think that it was once matter and you're saying, no, no, there was no matter, it was gas. Yes. But you're... Alright. <laughs> I can't disprove you, but that makes no sense in my mind. Right, okay. So, you know, if we we didn't start off as fog, but even fog is vaguely solid, isn't it? It's not pure gas. The fog is water vapour. Yeah, and yeah. water is solid. Yeah. If it's not liquid. What they call it, it's got a special name in it, water, because it goes through three states. Solid chemistry. gas. No, it's got a word. It's got a fancy... Anyway, we oh. should educate ourselves. That's the purpose of this whole podcast. All right. It's to slowly start to learn things. 
Yeah. My memory is so Clearly shit. I'm a long way behind. <laughs> <laughs> we were all aghast. I don't know. But and it was, where did we go from? Tumble dryers. So, right. Yes. So Fog is that, iron ready. What? <laughs> no, so you're saying that all shirts that are pre-shrunk can't get any smaller through, like, heat. Yeah. Makes no sense. Why? Because everything can get smaller. Isn't that because it's got water in it, right? Oh, everything's got water in it. No. Everything's got water in it. Why does it have to have water in it? Protons. That's what I'm thinking of. Everything's got protons. Uh, beyond my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we overreaching? But this is, this, is, this is what I go through when I'm trying to dry my clothes. <laughs> Just end up in all these loops. What the fuck is a cupboard dry? Dry. I don't understand. So you've been staring at your tumble dryer for like 12 hours. I'm not using thinking it. about protons. I'm not using it because I thought clothes could get shrunk in the dryer. That's the whole thing. Right. Or the wash. Apparently now that's all myth and legend after a certain well, time in, in, in our... I would society. imagine if you haven't washed your clothes for six months, yeah. then whatever's on them could potentially shrink further. But that's the point of washing, isn't it? To get that stuff off. Yeah. By shrinking it. <laughs> I just want to know what cupboard dry means. I don't understand why they didn't put... Just... Dry enough to put in a cupboard. Well, anything's dry enough to put in a cupboard. Cupboards aren't made of salt. Dry enough to put in a cupboard with other clothes without getting them wet. We'll do a test. Alright. If we do a test... Can't wait. And then the tumble dryer tells me that fucking Big Bang... No gas, you dickhead. It'll be fine. <laughs> dry, cupboard, dry. Anyway. So yeah, I've, I've started trying to be more domesticated. Um, and yeah, yeah, I've sorted out... Um, like I used to... Like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm overweight and diabetic at the moment. And I used to be um, really, really in shape mm. um, uh, uh, like years ago. But that was like over like um, peaks and troughs. So when I was 16, I was just a fat kid... But like a rugby player fat kid, apparently is how I was described. Um, then when I was like 17, I went really skinny because I started doing uh, spin classes and gyms and watching my eat and everything and just got my weight down to be one of those skinny kids that can like lean against walls in schools and like chew on a toothpick. Right. And that's the one cool foot look. up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had like long hair. And it was just like, oh, yeah, now yeah, I'm the yeah. rocker guy that I always wanted to be. Um, then when I was 18, I decided to, I was going to bulk up because I was too skinny because I'm, I'm six four, which is just mm. like too skip, too tall to be skinny, I think. Mm. So I started to bulk up, but, um, I started hanging around with these, uh, at this gym and, uh, the gym trainer was like, you should eat as much as you can. And I was like, well, I can eat as much as I can a lot. So mm. I always eat like buckets of pasta for dinner every night, right. which just turned me it's into completely really, incorrect. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it was always like I'll go to the gym later because, mm. funnily enough, if you eat loads of shit, your body doesn't really want to go for a run. No, so it just like I ended up as a fat kid again. And then, uh, like when I was like twenty one, I managed to shred it back and be pretty bulky. Mm. So I was like, I managed to get it right. So I'm trying that's to get when, back into. Yeah, that's when I knew you. So um, when you, I first knew you, you were still a bit husky. And then you started trimming down, and by the time I left uni, you were pretty much ripped. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, when when I finished, when I finished, by the time uni, you left uni, yeah, yeah, when I finished uni, I was ripped. But when I when you met me, I was probably I think I went a little bit more husky, and then 
went yeah. down again. I think my first to second, my end of my first year was pretty, pretty um, chubby. But yeah, so I started to um, after fucking hell, like you know, seven years, decided that now I need to actually start to deal with myself again. But I've, and so like the last week or so. I've just uh, managed what I've eaten, so gotten back into like my twenty-one-year-old head of food, mm. um, which is—it's been a journey because, like, when you're not eating shit and all this, like, I mean, to clarify my eating shit is probably another level to the average person's level of shit. Mm. So, like, on a Monday, I'd order like two large Domino's pizzas with two sides, two liters of Pepsi, and a tub of ice cream. <laughs> right, that would be Monday. <laughs> Jesus. Tuesday, I'd order like two curries, yeah. which would be like pilau rice, uh, mushroom rice, jiao frazi, and like a fucking vindaloo with, you know, two naan breads. That would be Tuesday. And, right. uh, and a bottle of Coke, two litre bottle of Coke. Yeah. And then Wednesday, Chinese. So that was a kick. Because I said this thing, I don't know why, but it's, well, I know why, but it was just once you do one stupid thing. Mm. The thing about, because I've been depressed for quite a while, the thing about depression when it comes to food is it's so self-justifying. Mm. It's so like, you, you, oh, you know, I'm not feeling that great, but I've got two giant pizzas. So you're justified in how you feel about yeah. not feeling very good. So you're just eating this food, hating yourself, and yeah. it just digs you deeper into this hole. Yeah. So you start digging deeper into that hole on the Monday, and then you wake up on Monday, and I'd always think I was really clever because I wouldn't eat everything on the one night. Because right. I had breakfast the next day, and oh well, I'll save my because it's like twenty quid a time yeah. to order food. It's like the next day, I'd be like, oh, sorry, right, I've got my breakfast sorted. Then I'll get on the good shit. <laughs> uh-huh. So it was like, no, it's like it's like cigarettes. You can't have your last one in the morning. Yeah, well, your body, it, it's just chemicals. Your body yeah. just goes like, oh, this is all this shit. Mm. Why would I want to help you if you're not going to help yourself? Yeah. So it's just full of shit. So I'd go through like days and days of just uh, ordering absolute bollocks. So I've cut that out for like a week and I've eaten properly portioned healthy meals as I used to when I was a lot younger. Mm. And I've just realized that it's such a weight on your whole body, but not a physical weight. It was like, it's a, it's a muffler. Cause I used to be so angry mm. because of, you know, I've got legitimate things to be angry about, but yeah, I used to be constantly angry and constantly looking for ways to express that anger. And, uh, then yeah, the, the reason that I started putting on weight was, uh, this life shit started happening and I decided to, I consciously decided to suppress myself cause I wanted to be like Dr. Cox <laughs> from Scrubs. <laughs> A very healthy role model. Yeah, well, no, my role models before then were like Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah. Jason Statham. And I was just like, I was watching Scrubs at the time. And I was like, you know, I'll be, do- I'll be Dr. Cox. Yeah. This really repressed guy who gets really angry and then eventually lets it all out. Yeah, all those real, all those voicemails you left me were really helpful for my self-esteem. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be friends with a girlfriend for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just... Uh, I'm suddenly realising now that all this anger and en- what energy is probably the best way to put it. Um, it, it's starting to come back to me after this one week to the point where I, I just went to Sainsbury's before we started recording um, to do a food shop and there was just too much choice of yogurt but there wasn't any apricot yogurt you could only have an apricot yogurt if you had a kiwi one a strawberry it was one like a four pack yeah yeah and it, it was every other flavor was there mm. but no apricot and then it was like oh well there's peach it's like well is peach apricot it's not far off. But it's not the same, is it? It's not. Well, no, because it's a fucking peach. Yeah, well, it's, it's a difference between, like, a raspberry and a strawberry, right? 
I guess so. I'd probably say it. Let's, it's let's different say, yeah. enough, but like yeah. if you had to choose, they're probably about the same. Um, but yeah, there was just no. I started getting angry at the yogurts, which is how I used to be when I was a kid. But I just haven't been that way for such a long time. Mm. So yeah, I'm curious as to as to all this domestication. Yeah, is slowly gonna refuel the rage. Yeah, that was you know never productive. It was. Yeah, it was never productive when I was younger, but now it's like I'm trying to get my anger to be more productive for me, which has worked in you know different places. Yeah, but now it's like yeah, I'm getting more of that rage. You need to light the fire before you can channel it. Yeah, well, it was always lit. It was just a bit smothered. Yeah, and now it's just now you're taking away all the pizza and the curry. Yeah, so it's like oh, this this, this fire's got room to breathe. Now you can properly hate the world. Yeah, I'm interested to see what direction I go. Yeah, but anyway. That's, uh, that's my domestication uh, warning, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Cupboard dry. I don't get it. Anyway, um, stuff in the that I've seen this week. Um, did you see the British Red Cross swimming poster? Swimming? Yeah. No. Oh yeah, there's big controversy apparently. What? Uh, the red. I'll show you in a minute. But the Red Cross had a like kids image for like a swimming pool poster for like do's and don'ts you know like don't bomb don't yeah. do this don't do that and uh, twi- the internet oh, people on Twitter have been like oh nice job Red Cross take down this super racist poster of telling because it tells um, it says like cool and not cool I'll show it to you now um, it's basically there's loads of kids running or like r- kids running around the swimming pools like not cool and it's like a, a, a Middle Eastern kid chasing a black kid with water on the floor. There's a there's a Latino kid drinking beer, which apparently that's not cool either. Um, there's a, a, a large white male playing with a small white male, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, there's I don't understand what this is. It's just a black. It looks like someone swimming or struggling to swim. And that's not cool. <laughs> right. It's, 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 is, he, is he struggling or is he, he can't swim on your front or what? I don't know. I. It I, looks like. I have no idea. No, I've got no idea. Then you've got this one, which is not cool. It's a kid diving into a swimming pool. Again, anyone not cool is, is of an ethnic minority. Yeah. The not cool guy's diving in. That's not cool. No. There's a white girl waiting to dive in. That's cool. And that's cool. Yeah. So you can stand by the diving board, but you can't dive in. But is it saying you can't dive face first? I'm assuming that's what it's saying. But well, then you could be a lot more eloquent in what you're trying to say. But if, if they were if they were arguing about the accuracy of your dives, they maybe shouldn't have done it in a cartoon format, which is being explained by a whale. Yeah, a blue whale with a whistle. Yeah, that for some reason it's just hovering. Yeah, which isn't no the size of a whale. Mm. It's just size of like a chicken dipper. But it's yeah. it's be cool, follow the rules, right? And apparently. People have taken so much offence to this because they say that you're saying be cool means be white because all the white people in it are being cool and all the ethnic minority. Oh, there's also an eth- uh, a black girl pushing in a white girl, I think, into a pool. Right. That's not cool. No, no, it's not cool. But it's just one, it's a fucking cartoon that looks like it's from, you know, at least 10 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's the most modern of cartoons. No. But it's it's just why are you angry about this? <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's a weird hill to die on. Yeah, right, definitely. Right. It's it's just it's just it's, it's it's people looking for any kind of fucking war they can possibly have. Yeah. But I got a few I got a uh, few quotes. Uh when I saw this poster, I just was very saddened that the Red Cross had chosen to put out an image that might one discourage African Americans from trying swimming if they were into it 
and also something that would extend a negative stereotype. Said Kerwin White of White Town. Just some mother. It was just some mum. I can't believe it was just a mother of child. But extend a negative stereotype. So is that implying that extending? It's not like in, like creating a negative stereotype. Mm. It's in full. It's, it's extending it. So that means that apparently ethnic minorities drink beer by the pool because white people don't do that. Is, uh, is or he run Latino? around? Or is he just wearing shades? He's. He's he's Latino or Asian, I think, uh, okay. in comparison to Pink, which is the blonde girl tr- waiting to dive. Yeah, all right. But it's extending it. So apparently, you know, ethnic minorities chase each other around swimming pools, dive in head first, struggle to swim. I don't know. Maybe he's being pulled under, but it's not being shown very well, or uh. push people into pools. I don't think that's a real ethnic. I don't think that's a real race stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. The, the, there's there's no yeah there's no stereotype about black kids pushing white kids into a pool I don't think so no if there is it's not to be it's not being extended upon because it's not that well known yeah uh, anyway yeah people are furious about it and the big tweet was hey Red Cross send a new pool poster to Salad Wreck which is the place because the current one they have with your name on it it is super racist <laughs> it's just I think you need to get a bit of perspective. The thing I hate about all of this is that it's always fucking white people that are bitching about it. Like we, in in my um, in my sixth form college, at some point, like there, there was a, there was a large um, Asian Asian community, uh, Asian um, kind of Pakistani community. I think because just because the area that the college was in in Stoke, and at some point the college took it took upon itself to change um, Christmas to Winterfest, <laughs> which is which, which is, is a, a little bit fucking ridiculous because it's just uh, just coincidental that Winterfest is at the same time as Christmas. So like Winterfest is a thing. No, it's not a thing. Right. They invented it. Because they thought that the that the Asian people would feel segregated, that they couldn't be involved in Christmas celebrations or or whatever. Uh, like uh, you're not meant to say Merry Christmas, apparently yeah, in uh, Happy Holidays. Or yeah, I've only gotten like that, that from like Family Guy and American Dad and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how legit it is, but yeah, it's a proper PC too far yeah. statement. I think. Exactly, it's a load yeah. of horseshit, and a load of a load of the Asian students. Went to the 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 people the head the head of the college and were like, "Hey, what the fuck is all this bullshit about?" <laughs> like none of them would, no one had gone to like the heads of year and complained about it or anything like that. It's just a bunch of white people who decided that it was that it was going to cause too much trouble. It was it was going to cause a problem in spite of the fact that it never had before. They'd had no complaints and anything. It's just a ridiculous. Like I, I know the word, the, the term "PC gone mad" gets really overused in the no, most it, ridiculous it, of contexts, but it, it's retarded. The term I've heard for that is "white knight," which is like uh, yeah. fighting someone else's battle for them mm. without their request. Yeah. So, like men fighting for feminist rights. Yeah. In that aren't have got that are using examples that are completely extra, are not to be extrapolated towards feminism in any way. Yeah, it's just like that's got nothing to do with anything. You just want to score brownie points on mm. the internet. It's pretty pretty much all it is. So yeah, your college was it you six, sixth form yeah. college? Yeah. So your college um, 
wanted to be seen as you know really accepting because yes. they've managed to patronize their students yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, look, exactly. look how patronizing we are yeah we pissed everybody off come to equally our college. Yeah. <laughs> come to us and trust us with your wisdom <laughs> uh. but you got it with everything it's just it's it, it's trying it that's the only problem with the, the going online i think is the internet is an absolutely incredible thing and it will absolutely change the way that human people communicate with each other and, and mm. do anything because it's incredible and instant but it means that people who looked for social acceptance and looked for you know compliments from people and looked for blessing from people who are so insecure now have a whole new way of trying to fix that security yeah and that way is to try and say the right things in order to uh to be accepted or to be supported or mm. to be agreed with yeah like i had one <laughs> there was a post that was getting loads of attention because um when the uh, 5p bag charge came out mm. um the next day there was an article in some newspaper, like a normal newspaper, that said, if you don't want to pay the 5p bag charge, just take some plastic bags with you. Mm. And people were getting furious and retweeting, going, "Uh, that's what the charge is meant to do. It's like, yeah, yes it is. (laughs) I'm saying, if you want to... Not pay five p. Yeah, bring the five. Bring a bag with you. That's yeah. the point of this whole thing. And people look at going. Oh, look at this stupid person. They they didn't even know why the five p bag charge was put in place. It's like, and then everyone was reposting it because they're like, oh yeah, look at this stupid person over here. And all it what? is is just insecurity. And it was a genuine article. Yeah, and it was just yeah. It's just, if you don't want to pay it, take a bag. Yeah, and it was just obviously like you know, don't complain about it. Just. Go go with it, mm-hmm. and people just getting wanting will jump on the bandwagon and wanting to be seen as oh do you see this guy, you know <laughs> this guy's fucking stupid. I mean look at this, this is ridiculous. But people just can people can just be coerced and, and just be especially feeding off insecurity in that kind of way is just mm. the negative of, of being online is unfortunately you kind of are able to talk to everyone. Yeah, and you kind of there isn't you could believe that maybe you shouldn't be able to talk to everybody. Maybe you should filter out, you know, racists or something. Yeah. But it's just, well, it's the free world and, you know, freedom of speech. And yeah. it's a good thing, but, you know, you just, you can't segregate it. And you shouldn't segregate it. You should just learn how to deal with the negativity that's being poured at you mm. from, you know, race. That's quite a good point. <laughs> yeah. Quite apt, I guess. Is, um, yeah, is having to be internet trolling and stuff. There's people who want these people to be banned from the internet and stuff like that. And you go like, well, you have you have to accept that these people exist and these people mm. are going to speak and these people are entitled to talk. They may say stuff you strongly disagree with, but guess what? There's a lot of people who also agree with it. Yeah, and you just have to kind of accept that bad people will talk to bad people. Yeah, because you accept the benefit of good people talking to good people. Yeah, it's that it's it's the price of having your views heard, as you have to hear the views of others, whether you agree with them or not. They don't that you don't have to respect them. Nobody has to respect. I, I hate it when people say you have to respect my opinion. Mm. No, I don't. I have to respect the fact that you're allowed an opinion. I don't have to respect your opinion. Mm. Like that's a ridiculous thing. To yeah, say. people use it as an argument. Like, well, that's yeah. just my opinion. You're yeah. Like, well, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. <laughs> um. Actually, yeah. There was a Britain. There was a Britain first. That you know, Britain first. Oh, I love Britain first. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people didn't know about it. Like, I didn't. I don't know whether it's a northern thing, but no. no in mm. Manchester, I was asking people if they knew Britain first, and Constant a lot of people source didn't of hilarity. Know. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a, it's obviously, again, you've got to look at these people and you've got to go, well, they have got a right to protest and, and to talk and to mm. do things, but we also have the right to look at them and take it apart and be like, this is all stupid. Yeah. So there was a thing that I found today that um, Britain first uh, started campaigning around Sherwood Forest. <laughs> to, to Bring walk. back Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, bloody fox. <laughs> fox hunting killed Robin Hood. Um, uh, no, they brought, yeah, went to Forest, uh, to Sherwood Forest to warn people about knife wielding migrants who were living in the woods. What? Now, they might have just seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's pretty much what was going on. Is that real? It's real. Is that, oh, God. Well, the, right, right, so, the, to be fair, there was tree houses in the woods right. that had been built by like teenagers twenty years ago. Yeah, but in order to build them, you need to you know, use blades and axes and chop yeah. stuff down. But um, and teenagers tended to hang out there apparently. Mm. So there's like oh there's there were tree people people hanging around in woods, but that's normal for English kids. Yeah, you go to the woods and chill out. I like the woods. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was no migrants there. No. <laughs> well, there was no evidence of migrants there. I mean, teenagers... I mean, is a teenager How is a there migrant? ever <laughs> evidence of migrants? There can be evidence of people. It's not like this... Euros like. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> All these Euros lying around. Oh, I can't deal with it. But yeah, and the, 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 um, this, this one guy came forward and was like, I was one of the teenagers who built this like 20 years ago. And they were like, no, you aren't. It's like, well, I've got proof. Yeah, apparently me, there's a picture of me building it. <laughs> well, did you watch the? Was it? Uh, I think it was a BBC documentary, or a bit, or a Channel Four. Yeah, BBC documentary. I think they followed Britain first. I think it was oh, called God. "We Want Our Country Back." Uh, you, you no, you showed me a bit of it. I couldn't have watched the whole thing by myself. I'd have put my oh, head through the TV. It's brilliant because, like, I mean, it it was impartial for the most part, which right. was brilliant. It was literally just we just want to follow you around. Yeah. We just want to document what you're doing, and we're not judging, which is brilliant. Mm. But then, like after like 40 minutes or half, uh, three quarters of the way through, like they started to realise they were just looking like dickheads. So, like <laughs> they'd be in a car, following another car with like the the leaders of Britain First in it, mm. and the car would pull up alongside them, and the Britain First people would like throw a punch to the car. And the car would be the people because the car and the, and the people in the car were of an ethnic race, so they were like, "Oh, what's going on?" It's like, "Oh yeah, they attacked us." It's like, "No, I don't think you know how cameras work, mate." Huh. <laughs> I'm filming you doing this, and it's ridiculous. And they did this one thing where they went, um, uh, they went into a like all the curry houses, um, handing out leaflets about what is uh, oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a religious term halal. Yeah, About so meat. halal meat, but yeah. is, is, is there like a halal? There, there, there's like a, a fund that right. I think the way that halal, in order to get a halal license, mm. I think you put you pay money to, to have that, and I think that that gets shared amongst um, the, the Muslim community. I believe it's either that or I'm thinking there's another term for it. Mm. And Britain First was saying that this is like, you know, benefits cheats and they're giving this money to Muslims instead of English people. Mm. And it's like, it hasn't really actually got anything to do with that. And I don't think you understand what it means. No. But they were going to curry houses saying like, we'll be back in a week and you better not serve halal meat anymore. <laughs> so like the beer, and because it's all the BBC, they went back a week later. Like, so did they come back? No, no, they didn't come back. Like, <laughs> 
Alright, so all their threats are fake. Yeah. <laughs> and um, all their um, locations had to be super secret. So the cameraman couldn't film from certain angles because they have to move every four, every like three months to keep their... So nobody sort of burns anonymous. their place down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like, have you ever been attacked? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any reason to think all these things? Like, no, no, no. They've got like uh, volunteers like doing 24-hour security. I think... They're, they're, they're really disillusioned in that they think their movement is way bigger than it actually is. Mm. But them thinking that and them saying that frightens other people into thinking shit they're taking over, I think. So, like, whereas they might, there might be a community of a couple of hundred people from an outside perspective, when you're seeing hate crimes go off everywhere, you're like, shit, there's millions of them. Mm. Well, like, Just because it's always really high profile. But we've, we've been really lucky with Britain First because I don't know whether it's a media thing or just a fate thing, but um, they keep on organising these giant marches and mm. just very few people turn up. Yeah. Like they'll organise like a 5,000 man march and like 130 people will turn up. Yeah. And it'll be, docu- it'll be like, yep, here comes Britain First. <laughs> it's just like the Olympic calling out the country. It's just one guy. Like, Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I don't like immigrants. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so yeah, they're always up to my. But again, it's, it's misinformation. I mean, I've got members of my family like Britain First. They keep, but but all the stuff that they share is all. It's I can't remember what the term is, but it's just it, it's stupid propaganda to try mm. and get likes. And the like will be like a guillotine that's at crotch level, and it will be like in the rain, and it will be like this is should be the punishment for paedophilia. Like if you agree, it's like yeah, we should mm-hmm. be you know castrating, you know paedophiles. It's yeah. like well, okay if you think that, but I don't think this is the right avenue to go down yeah. if you want to do this. And it's all like share this. Uh, put up, um, uh, my grandfather served in the war. Blah 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 blah. He hasn't got. He's only got five pounds in his in his weekly pension because immigrants are taking this, and it's all just based uh, off absolute bollocks. But it's that misinformation that people believe that they themselves believe, even though you follow them around with a camera for a week and you'll see like, oh no, this is all you're all based on nothing. Yeah, it's <laughs> but people will just it's they're being manipulated like that so much. It's the, yeah, they decide their point of view and then they justify it afterwards. Mm. So like they're racists. Okay, so now how do we justify this so it seems reasonable for us to be racist? Mm. Like it's yeah, it, it, it's not cause and effect. It's it's just it's racist. Hard to get around it. Yeah, we know. Yeah, well, it's it's and again, it's it's the whole politics thing of saying you want one thing but actually trying to do something. Else. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> Britain first. There was uh, there's a new app um, coming out. Which... A Britain first app. <laughs> oh no, not Britain first. App. Oh right, okay. It's uh, it's an. Uh, Remainder dating app, which is for anyone who voted Remain in the mm. EU referendum, yeah. apparently do not want to accidentally Tinder someone who left. So they're looking for right. funding for a dating app exclusively for people who voted for Remain. And they want £5,000. <laughs> it's got a Kickstarter for this app. It hasn't actually been made yet. Right. But they're wanting to make it, and it's just like... It would just give us £5,000 and we'll make you an app that is exactly the same as Tinder, except it probably asks you a question first of, yeah. how did you vote? Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you give us five grand, 
will totally do that. For Why you. should you need five grand to do that? Well, I don't know. Well, it's just, it sounds like a small enough number and a large enough number at the same time. Mm. So, like, you know, it's not that much for, you know, apparently thousands of people have signed up to try and get it made. It makes sense. But they yeah. want 16,141,241 people to sign up for oh, making it. Everybody. Which is everyone who voted for Remain. Okay. Which is implying that everyone who voted Remain is single. Is single and <laughs> uses dating apps. To- <laughs> and and refuses to, to go against any, to date anybody who oh, voted like, against them. I'll go on it. And I'll, like, I can swipe to say, like, yes, you're attractive or whatever, but they're going to be really disappointed when I'm just like, but I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best thing is... You're is, just telling you just people, lie. Yeah. Yeah, you just lie. Yeah, and apparently there's there's a belief that um, that the, the older generation voted for leave and the younger generation voted for remain. So that means that this is targeted at young people, mm. which means it's a great device for paedophiles because they can just be like, "I'm cool, I voted remain. Why don't we go get a lollipop? You know, or something well, like that." Five thousand pounds <laughs> for a paedophile like, yes hunting and, machine. Yes and no, but. I don't like. I I I think it's great for peop for men and women who target a younger, uh, yeah, a yeah, younger partner, younger partner yeah. but not necessarily who target like ten year olds. Because well, if a ten year old thinks they voted, remember. <laughs> 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 oh, right, fair point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, that was like an eighteen was the limit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, eighteen to vote, sixteen to kill people for the government. Yeah, it is it's a weird, weird thing. It's definitely well. There's the whole, you know. Yeah, you know. Same with smoking. It's mm. Just like, but again, smoking's bad for your health. I mean, you can agree. I can. I'm pretty sure killing people is bad for your health. <laughs> Not for your health. <laughs> bad for <laughs> your for mental your health. health. Your lungs will be fine. <laughs> you get a good exercise out of years of therapy. Yeah, from your lungs. I mean, mustard gas isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Tinder's got a weird. Tinder's definitely got a weird age gap. At least when I started using it years ago, like it wasn't eighteen. Was eighteen wasn't the limit. Yeah, I think there was a younger and younger really? Tinder because it was. I mean, you know, teens got to get laid too, but I think there was something about like a two year gap hmm. was allowed. So if you were um, eighteen, I think you could still like see people who were sixteen. Right, and if you were sixteen. You could still, I think, I think, this okay. is all coming but, from vague memory. But just like, you could just say you voted Remain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's loads of people. You say you're 16. Yeah, you could and just. And then post a picture of your nephew or something. <laughs> you have to get a scapegoat. <laughs> Can't Google image that shit. Stock photo kids don't get laid. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've got stock written over their face. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Horrible fire. Yeah. Horrible, horrible fire. Where? In a gravy place. Yeah. Yeah, he got an Oxo stock sign <laughs> on his face. What <laughs> carries him with him everywhere he goes. Uh, one of the other things to come out of the EU referendum was um, people, I don't want, because there's a big panic at the moment about um, uh, people think that um, the EU referendum has resulted in a racist um, country, as in like they did it to get a load of immigrants out. Mm. They want to, that's a, there's a whole racist attitude towards yeah. Britain at the moment, and people want to make sure that immigrants feel safe, mm. which you know obviously is a good fight. thing. It's really yeah. a fair thing to do. But the way that they're doing it is with a safety pin 
just saw pinned that. to their chest. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Well, it's... Don't worry! Don't worry, you're getting yelled out of the bus. I've got a safety pin on my chest. <laughs> and the, 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 the thing was like, oh, it's good because you don't have to go out and buy one. Is was the argument is that you have everyone's got them lying around the house or something? I, mean, I don't, but you know it's uh, so common that you can just put it on. And is there less you could do? <laughs> like it's even less than going out and buying a fucking poppy or something okay. or a badge. So the argument that I saw for it, yeah. which did make sense, was that it's um, it, it's plain and simple. It doesn't show that you're supporting anything. It's not a banner. It's not like. <laughs> It's it's not like you're yeah. putting liberal democrat on your right. on on your jersey or anything but if the, the supposedly say like in uh, in 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 an area um where there is uh, where lots like, of badges is, are ripped off people's chests yes, and safety yeah. pins remain uh, yeah so where, where there is like a rise in hate crime or something you can have like just a safety pin on your thing and and uh like ethnic minorities might feel safer sitting next to you on the bus <laughs> because you got a weapon on your chest no because they can see that they they can see that you're not the kind of person who's going to fucking abuse them or whatever else like it does make I, I get it it does make some kind of sense it doesn't make it doesn't really apply to my area because I, it, it's a it's very much a, I, I don't really there aren't really any immigration issues like where I am I don't think a bit further up the road but what, but, a bit further down the road but like where I am it doesn't really but why not like a smile <laughs> why not like hi yeah. I'm not racist no no don't do that much just put like a something that you could Definitely blind someone with. Just put that on your chest, and then immigrants will come to you and sit next to you on the bus. It's it's just it's it's instead of writing something on your hand or writing something on your head or openly going again. I mean, did you see the, did you see the footage of the guy on the Manchester tram? Yeah. Like I I don't understand anybody who any any man unfortunately who doesn't intervene. In mm. a hate crime, yeah, or of any kind, yeah. you know, I can, I can understand. Unfortunately, I can understand. I can forgive women for not doing that, but mm. I don't. I genuinely don't understand how. If I was on that bus, I would have definitely intervened. Yeah, I've intervened in stuff like that before. Yeah, yeah. it's something that I love to do. It's funny, and it's mm. it's 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 the re- this eighteen-year-old kid was saying this immigrant should go home because we voted leave and all this abuse yeah. and stuff like that. And all you need, all you needed was just to raise your voice to him, tell him to shut mm. the fuck up, tell him yeah. he's stupid. But now they just sit back and let it happen. Yeah. And it's not because I hope that it's not the, it's not because everyone on the bus was racist no, and agreed no, 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 with no. him. No, it's just I hope it's just p- people were just stupid and didn't want to get involved. There's a, a hell of a lot of people who don't like confrontation. In, in anyway, just makes if you them don't like confrontation, uncomfortable. There's confrontation happening in front of you. Yeah. So it's just I'm. I disagree I'm with, with it. you. Yeah, yeah. I disagree you. with it, but it's like surely the the hatred of confrontation should overcome confrontation that's happening in front of you. But yeah, it's just I don't understand anybody seeing that and going, you know what I want to do in that situation? I'd get out a safety pin that I had from an old poppy and I'll just put it on my chest and everything will be fine. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it, it, the argument of the, you don't even have to go to the shop, you don't have to do anything. So, oh, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I want to do the absolute minimum. Yeah. So I'll do that, and then everything will be fine. And every, I'm, I'm, I'm a great, I'm a great guy. I've got a safety pin on my chest. Yeah. The same thing that you keep on a weird, like um, toga or a baby to keep all the shit in. Yeah. I've got that on my chest, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good guy. Yeah. 
To be honest, I'd, I'd find it weird if someone came and just sat next to me while I'm travelling and thought it was safe to do so because I'm always in just my own car. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's definitely safe. Safe yeah. to get into a moving car. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a weird... Again, it's another way to make somebody feel like they're actually making a political statement. So like, I stand with immigrants because I'm not wearing anything political, yeah. but I'm wearing a safety... Pin. Yeah, it's like oh, so you're okay. You've elevated yourself, have you? Yeah, you've made yourself a bit more knowledgeable, or a bit more brave, or noble, or whatever. Mm. But it's just, it's, it's, it's. Could you do less? Yeah. I don't think you could. It's just whatever's lying on the coffee table or in an old biscuit tin. Mm. Put that on your chest, and you'll be a good guy. <laughs> it's just fucking how it's co- how it's cached on and, and gone yeah. into bigger and bigger. How momentum. much less could you do? Yeah, well, it's yeah. the same with the fucking Red Cross safety swimming thing. It's like, yeah. could you fight a more pointless fight? Yeah. It's just, you just want to be seen as, like, raging against the machine. And, yeah. Oh, I'm an activist. It's yeah. Like, you're fighting for nothing. If you want to stop racism and, and, and like, immigration, Im- immigrants being attacked in the street, why not police the street? Yeah. Why not report more crimes? Why not actively go out and do things? Why not instead of I'll just well, wear a fucking safety pin? As a uh, as a bald bearded white man, I don't think it's really the best message for me to send walking the streets at night with my bald white bearded friend. <laughs> no, we're perfect because we are the people that these racists fear. <laughs> if we blast out some metal, everyone will understand what the deal is. Yeah. You know, I mean, admittedly, like, you know, there is a lot of um, people who might look like us who might have horrible views and therefore the uh, people in fear of racial attack might consider us for racial attack. But as soon as we go like, no, it's all right, we're fine. Mm. You know, it, 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 that would be doing more and being more effective than a fucking safety pin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> no, I got um, CNN. Um, <laughs> the thing, the thing that made me laugh about this one is how <laughs> optimistic they are, <laughs> how happy they are. This is really good news. <laughs> it's like whoa, 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 whoa. Right. So, <clears throat> working replicas of the Nazis' storm rifle, widely considered to be the world's first assault rifle, are now being produced in the United States. It's been a surprise hit with us," said McCall, co-owner of Hill and Mac Gunworks in Georgia, which has taken orders for 2,000 rifles since the product launch in January. What? You know what? We sold more rifles the first day than we thought we'd sell all year. <laughs> it's like, yeah, business is great. It's like, no, Nazis, <laughs> Nazi extremists are buying the products that have been illegal for years. Jesus oh, great. Christ. You're selling Nazi assault rifles. Brilliant. We've been needing them. That's the one thing that's been missing from our collection. There's, there's people who buy, like, Nazi memorabilia yeah. who are looked down upon just as being collectors. Not supporters, just people who have, like, a morbid <laughs> fascination with it. Yeah. Like, a, like, a plate with a Nazi symbol on it can't kill 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're so happy. They're so, like, business is booming. This is great. It's like, just look under, look under the covers a little bit, please. <laughs> Who's buying Nazi... Who, who wants to look like a Nazi shooting people? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of demographic exactly are you selling to? <laughs> Business is booming. That's all people need. Yeah. We sold more rifles on the first day than we thought we'd sell all year. 
It's a fire sale. Nazis love fire. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, woman. A separate article. A new article. Uh, woman calls police over not enough cheese on her pizza. What? <laughs> As someone who used to have two pizzas a night on a Monday, did you ever consider calling the police? No, but I've had like uh, uh, my my brother orders less cheese on his pizza. What? No, I, I'm not a big cheese guy. No, but I, cheese is on a pizza. Yeah, so it's just well, you just accept it as it comes. Yeah, but no, but he's a, he's a, he's quite a stickler for food, so he's very like yeah. I want it. I want. I, well, I used to be the same. I used to order like a quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's, but without the cheese, please. So just a quarter pounder? Yeah. Just like, oh, no cheese, please. And you obviously they'd have to specially make it, because that's not how fast food places work. <laughs> they just cook and wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she got um, she called the police over not enough pizza, and uh, not enough cheese on her pizza, and the police just had to respond of just like, well, okay, um, maybe you should speak to... The authority, the the manager of the place. Did you call Instead, them first? Well, I believe so, but they didn't. She didn't like the way that she, they were. She was being talked to by them. Good lord! <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, they say we advised the individual that they just needed to speak with the manager of the company and not the police. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, uh, it was called yeah called nine one one. There wasn't enough cheese. And uh, had approached the company, but didn't like whatever response they had given. So obviously, probably the first response was, "Why don't? What, was it not enough cheese?" Well, probably the first response would have been like, "How about you put some cheese on it? Yeah. Would that help?" Or how about we come around with a bag of cheese? No, she just wanted a new pizza. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure I can ever understand someone like that. Yeah. Like I've I I know I I've known people who will complain over very petty things, but then I I just think well I've just got lower standards on this kind of thing or something or it there's just some things that just don't in life that don't irk me and right like there's other things that 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 I'll be really pissed off at that other people just wouldn't give a shit about but calling the police about a fucking pizza is not. It, it, it is not even close to any kind of pettiness that I've ever found before. It's, it's the extremist of insecurity of trying to get validation of like, my anger is justified, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've called the police, I've called the pizza place, and I said, there's not enough cheese in my pizza, and they've said, that's how much cheese we put on our pizza, and that is unacceptable. This is America! <laughs> just, just buy more cheese. They've said that's how much they put on their pizzas. So if you know that, just buy more cheese. Yeah, and put it on yourself. But it's it, it again. It's, it's trying to get other people to solve the. Well, yeah. they wanted the police to talk to the. Isn't pizzeria. this ridiculous? I'm Don't assuming. You see yeah. how ridiculous this is. <laughs> what a ridiculous what I have situation to deal with. I'm in. Yeah. I'm the victim. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what the they don't want the police to come around and put more cheese on their pizza. I'm assuming they don't want the police to cook them a new pizza. No. They want the police to come round and then go to the pizza place. Yeah. And then demand by law you have to give us pizza. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> That's what the police are for. That's what I said. <laughs> but the uh the police um said that people who call our information People call our communication centre to complain about stuff they hear about on the radio. That has nothing to do with police or justice or law or anything. (laughs) (laughs) So there's people just listening to the radio going, I disagree with this. 
I'm, I'm calling the police. <laughs> What's that? You shot the sheriff? Nah, mate. I'm, you're, you're done. <laughs> was this in the States? Well, it's, yeah, I'm assuming so because it said it was a 911. Uh, RNC. RNC police. NL. NL something, isn't it? Rhode Island? No. NL is like an uh, American state somewhere, I think. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm assuming it's in America, but it probably happens in the UK as well. It's just people are fucking stupid. So, just... <laughs> I was listening to the radio the other day, and I didn't like what they were talking about, so I called the police, because <laughs> they'll sort it out. I used, I used to be a copper. They'll sort it out for me. I know people down there. Oh. <laughs> no, they don't. No. It's just the radio. How about you turn it off? Uh, he goes on. It says, they call us to give an opinion. That's That one's common. There are radio open line shows and sometimes people call us instead of them. It's like a call-in show. It's like, hey, come be our 100th caller. <laughs> I think I was a 100th caller, I think, officer. <laughs> uh, they had a top 10. Uh, the top three were um, someone complaining that a car was parked too close to theirs. Definitely call the police. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't get in their car. I don't know. Well, but well, that po- one would make sense. But I even guess. then, the police couldn't smooth the car really without force. So they'd have to wait a, a reasonable amount of time for someone to come back. Well, I think yeah, it depends where it is. If it's like outside your house and you don't know where the person lives or whatever, like like, and you you need to use your car, you you could call the police, but you call a non emergency. Like you wouldn't call nine nine nine. You'd wait a while. Yeah. There, 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 there's like three, there's five doors to get into a normal car. Yeah. So you could probably get into your car somehow. Mm. Unless you were completely... But if you're like, if you're like double parked. Double parked as in, not on double yellow lines, but as in... So like you're in your driveway the and there's someone that's parked up on the street behind you. So you literally cannot get out. Right. Then... But then, yeah, but... You'd knock on all the doors around you before, first, I think, to see if anyone knew whose the car was. You wouldn't immediately go and call the police. Well, that, that, that that's that's completely blocking a car inside. Yeah. This is like... This I, is just parked The way close. that it's been said has been it's right. parked too okay. close, which, yeah. again, you, you know, I guess yeah. it makes a point that it does depend on context. Um, another one was a child wouldn't put his seatbelt on. Um, please, call police. <laughs> Which is funny because the responsible adult, who's so responsible, yeah. he wanted to put the child to put his seatbelt on, yeah. but was so irresponsible, he wasted police time. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I think it was in America. Um, uh, my mom, I was in the back seat, and my mum my, my was driving, and she got pulled over because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. But it was just a motorbike cop just wanted to be like, kid, put your seatbelt on. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But would you call the police because you, you just... I mean, you can't restrain a child. Can you? Yeah. You can rest- yeah, yeah, but with what? If it's your child. Well, I mean, you don't, don't tie it up. That's what a seatbelt kind of is. Sort of, yeah. Same as, like, armbands. Well, like, a, li- a life vest is kind of tying a kid up. Mm. Context, isn't it? They can still move. They can yeah, still like, travel. Block of concrete. No, no, no. No. But, you know, car, fine. Apparently. Well, yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Are you driving off a cliff? Um, it would probably be more illegal to put a kid in a seatbelt if you're intending for the car to drown. 
to be submerged or go off a cliff than it is to like if you go into grocery store. Well, there's there's I, I think more illegal. There, there is nothing really more illegal than intending to kill someone. There's just legal and not legal. I think in that case, very black and white for its own. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. So context is king. So basically. if you plan on killing your child by driving it into a lake, I don't think it really matters whether or not you've got them strapped into their seatbelt or not. Well, it could be like. Well, I wonder if game shows have to go through like loads of legal loopholes like that because there probably is a, game, a very game show idea to tie a kid in a car, push it in a lake, see if it comes out. Because yeah. it wouldn't be a game show if the seatbelt was off. Because the seatbelt game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. anyone can smash a window. Anyone can swim through shards of glass. Mm. But who can take off a seatbelt? Yeah. In, in context. The pa- in the panic. Yeah. Context. Context. Yeah. Uh, another one... I can't um, do it in the dark. So... <laughs> in a panic, I don't know. Uh, there was um, another uh, 911 call was uh, asking if it's okay to park on the street. <laughs> Just... <laughs> calling the police and be like, Hi, is it okay if I park here? <laughs> Where, what? Where, where are you? But there yeah. must have been a report made. Like there must have been people who have been like, "What's your name? You called it this time." Because everyone, everything it's be that documented. Happens. Yeah, it's going to be like I responded in this way because you don't want to be done for misconduct because it's a civilian. Yeah. Maybe they were um, calling for some other reason. There was. Um, um, did you hear about the one where a woman ordered a pizza because she was being beaten by her husband and called the police? No. So. Yeah, um, yeah. basically, um, she was in fear for her life, and her husband was being violent. So she phoned the police, but ordered a pizza. And the guy was like, ma'am, this is the police. Like, You mm. need to order it from a Domino's or something. <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 yeah, extra large will be fine. Yeah. You know, just trying to hint at the fact that yeah. I'm not actually ordering a pizza. Yeah. But, <laughs> and eventually the guy like was like, are you okay? And he's like, no, no, no cheese. You know, yeah. it was like eventually a code yeah. was made yeah. up and they sent over officers and, right. and saved the day. So, like, I guess, you know, it's okay to park on this street. Means, like, you know, I'm being held at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big code to teach yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone knows the code. Yeah. So it's kind of irrelevant. But, yeah, you know, I guess all of the, yeah, cause you would have to make um, uh, police reports because that might be the case. And yeah. the guy answering the phone, a woman answering the phone, didn't crack the code. So mm. the, guy, the person died or something. Um, another one was um, asking for the number for a local tyre dealership, mm. which is obviously police matter. Had another one, which is, uh, my roommate used my toothbrush. Um, can you help me get a basketball out of this tree? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this vending machine doesn't work. And the AC... In, in my neighbour's house is too loud so I can't sleep which is all like is that pull emergency services no or is that should you knock on the door and then file a complaint well and then see what happens yeah the only one on there that I could potentially see is maybe call the police is the AC one if they've already spoken to the neighbour and they refuse to switch it off or to alter it in any way or anything then, maybe but it's still but like can you arrest a vending machine no that's, <laughs> that's bullshit like who are you going to arrest like the, 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 the thing, vending machine the whole machine or just the thing he was trying to buy <laughs> just, uh, uh, Twix you have the wrong right to remain silent fit in the cuffs 
But yeah, it's just, again, people going to extremes to try and... Uh... Oh, let's see if I can figure out what this was. Have I gone past it? I must have gone past it. Uh, we're kind of on the subject anyway. Um, right, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I must have skipped it. Right, so yeah, there's um, a new article um, being put forward mm-hmm. um, for all undercover police. Yeah. Um, that's no more sex and no more drugs for undercover police. Oh. So if you're undercover, right. you can't like take drugs in order to gain a cover and you yeah. can't have sex with people because they've had too many complaints from people who have had, who had been having sex with undercover officers. Yeah. And then they've gone. Yeah. And they've, and like, they've, and they've just, it's from the ones who've like started families with these people. Right. Maybe I'm, assu- I'm yeah. assuming it probably could go that far. from what I've seen in movies. There were there were a, cu- there were a couple that were that, that, that were put under investigation and then subsequently arrested and, or dismissed or something last year because they'd been undercover for like six years or something like that, and they'd started <laughs> families with people who were close to the people that they were right that, 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 that they were investigating, and then as soon as the investigation's over, they just fuck off. <laughs> Which, <laughs> which is a bit harsh. That's brilliant. <laughs> what kind of person could do that? Just have in the back of their mind, like, oh, you know, is it love? Kind of. You know, I've got kids, but I'm just waiting for, uh, waiting for the confession. Yeah. As soon as they get their confession, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like trying to take down the godfather of the mafia. By having a fam, by starting a family with his daughter, uh, no, by starting a family so that one of your kids can marry his daughter, <laughs> yeah. so that you can ask for a favour from him yeah. on that wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick favour! Listen, it's all a lie. I'm undercover, but would you mind just confessing? <laughs> I mean, your daughter's wedding day be ruined because it's all a farce. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, <it'd> be great. <laughs> Fine. But yeah, no more sex and no, no more sex and no more drugs. So that means that uh, there, there was an old um, saying, that, uh, an old myth, um, that if you ask an undercover policeman directly mm. if they're an undercover, if they're police, and they say no, that's entrapment. Yeah, right. And that's like this old myth. So now there's this case of we'll just offer them drugs mm. or sex, and if they say no. Because who's going to say no to drugs or sex yeah. in, like, you know, the underworld? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a copper then, you can fuck off. But no, I'm just, I'm not allowed. Why not? Uh, a doctor says that heroin's bad for my eyesight. <laughs> what? I'm not allowed sex. Why? Yeah. Um, I'm gay. Well, you can have some gay sex then. Uh, no, I'm asexual. Like, oh, well, people will fuck you anyway. No, no, I'm not even allowed to be fucked. It's not, it's against rules. <laughs> but I thought what I thought was really good about it was um, he said um, the, the uh, one of the people who's um, talking about the article and they're talking about this movement um, said that engaging in sexual relations while operating covertly is wrong, shouldn't happen, and can't be authorized. This is a police chief, but he did say it is disappointing that the guidance fails to spell out that in a democracy. The first consideration should be whether it is necessary to use an undercover officer at all, or whether the intelligence can be obtained by some other means. Which is saying, like, 
what it's, it's unfortunate because why don't we just ask them first? Hey, <laughs> you know, are you guilty? No. Yeah. All right, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> I'm going to grow my beard out. There we go. Yeah, it says, uh, the guidance should also make it clear that the degree of intrusion should be proportionate to the seriousness of the crime being investigated. So that means you can only go undercover so far, depending on the crime, which makes it this weird f- fuel for undercover police officers. So if yeah. you're f- following a serial killer, you can only go undercover so far. Mm. And then if he kills some more people, you can go further undercover yeah. until you have a family for like six years and then decide to leave. Yeah. But he said it's a, it's a democracy for this thing to be moved forward. So that means everyone needs to vote on whether people should go undercover, apparently, is what I'm reading between the lines. Mm. Which I don't think is probably the best way for undercover cops to be selected. No. It's just like, should this policeman go into the mafia? All, all those four? Yay! <laughs> all the policemen put their hand up. All those opposed? The mafia. Nay! <laughs> well, yeah, he's winning. Damn it! <laughs> all right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, They'll forget. <laughs> yes. they know it's him. So it's a gentleman's, uh, g- gentleman's battle. <laughs> but that's got to be one of the perks of the job, surely, of uh, undercover police work is drugs and sex. Well, you, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a downside to most of it, but well, the fact that you don't have your own life. <laughs> yeah, the fact you don't talk to your family anymore. You yeah. don't do this. You don't do that. Now you can't do drugs, and yeah. then it's just like it's, it's like going on a holiday. For years with your grandparents. (laughs) Brilliant. Thanks. Fun times. (laughs) Oh, but you know, if I if I had sex with his with his daughter, maybe we'd get in that way. Nope, no, no, no. We disagree with it. She might like you and then you'll disappear. Yeah. (laughs) For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.